Life that counts. Life that counts. Life that counts. Life that counts. Hey, good morning. This is a kind of a continuation of yesterday. Are you stressed? Do you feel the weight of the world? Do you have a hundred things on your plate that have to be done or that have to be paid or that have to be? Are, are you juggling things right now? Do you feel like, you know, this has to work out so that can work out so we can move this down the road? And then there's the holiday plans and, oh my God, I've got to cook for 137,000 people. Are you stressed? Are you stressed? Where is your... Yesterday, I introduced a a concept that I believe in uh, that we all possess called our baseline. And our baseline is that place where where you typically live at. And the interesting thing is, is during the holidays the base, our baseline, I think can actually rise. And so what, what do I mean by baseline and what do I mean by the stress rising? Well, different things happen when we experience stress. Our muscles are more tight. Our neck's more stiff. I mean, we're a little more stiff. We're a little more rigid. Um, we have the, we have an over, um, uh, overproduction of cortisol and let me talk a little bit about cortisol. So cortisol uh, is actually not a bad thing. It, it, it is a positive thing. Cortisol is the thing that when you're in the bed in the morning and the sun comes up, cortisol is the thing that uh, activates your body to, uh, to, to action. Cortisol, when, it, when, this, when the sunlight hits your skin, when it comes through the windows, it stirs you to action. Um, conversely, this is why it's an unhealthy idea to expose yourself to lights, to fluorescent lights, to unnatural lights after the sun has gone down because you, you, the later, especially this time of year in the winter time when the days aren't that long or when the daytime light's not that long, when we expose ourselves to cortisol, to that unnatural light over longer periods of time and we push our we push our sleep time our going to sleep time later into the night we're creating a depressed state so we're making ourselves not only stressed out but we're also making our we're making ourselves depressed by exposing ourselves to that light later into the evening and and don't just take my word for it i mean it's it's scientifically like investigated kind of a thing but cortisol in the morning, that's what spurs us to action. That's what gets us going. That's why at the poultry farm, the lights come on at 5 a.m. right now because it the light activates those birds' bodies. It spurs them to action. And by the way, the feed is on the chain and then the pan and all this kind of thing. And so the birds can eat and get their fill and, you know, move on and go on about their day. But cortisol also, so what can spike cortisol? Well, light can spike cortisol. Salt can spike cortisol. Did you know that salt can spike your cortisol? If you eat a lot of foods rich in sodium, high in sodium, if you, you know, you got to have a little extra salt on your steak or on your mashed potatoes or on your dressing, it's getting Thanksgiving time, baby. Come on, I'm ready. Let's do it. Some cranberry sauce. If you have to saturate your food with salt, what you're doing is that cortisol spike that your body's going to receive from that salt 
it, it's it's going to make you more stressed. It's going to make you more tense. It's also going to make you retain fat. So wherever you store fat, some people store fat in their belly, some people store fat in their butt, some people store fat in their legs, people store fat in different places, some people on their back or their chest, they store fat in different places. Wherever you store fat, you're going to experience those fat storages more full because the cortisol, uh, the spike like that, it, it makes you retain that body fat. Um, also eating, um, not often enough will make you retain body fat as well because it, it sends your body into a, your, your body believes it's starving to death. So that's why it's important to eat frequent regular meals, you know, to snack on stuff, to always have something handy. That's why it's important to do that for a healthy, um, uh, for a healthy balance, for a healthy baseline and on baseline. Where is your stress level? It, it happened several times this morning uh, during my drive from the farm in the town. Um, and what happened was is that, so there was a school bus that had traffic uh, stopped a couple of times. There was a truck that had traffic stopped a couple of times uh, on, on my route in the town. And lo and behold, you know, two or three cars have to hammer down to pass the school bus or hammer down to pass the truck that's in front of me and and again again i noticed something about the quality and condition and the aesthetic of the vehicle if i had to guess every vehicle that hammered down this morning and flew by or came flying by me as i'm doing the speed limit every vehicle was a very inexpensive vehicle. I mean, less than $10,000 vehicles, less than probably even six or $7,000 vehicles, even in today's market, less than that. Why do I bring that up? Especially when we're talking about stress. I would not say that stress, uh, stress management, um, I, I'm not going to go there, but what, what I'm going to say is, is that uh, I have long since held the philosophy that you're either going to cry now or you're going to cry later. You're going to cry now because you have to do, you, you should do, you should want to do the, um, the action that is in front of you, the hard work that is in front of you, the hard task that is in front of you, not sleeping through your alarm. Um, if you have a homework assignment or something like that, getting it done. If you have, you know, the taxes, how many people put off their taxes until the last minute, these things that are coming up and we know that these things are going to be due, how many of us are master procrastinators? And, and some people actually believe, well, the more I'm stressed about a thing, the closer the deadline gets, the better I'll perform. Not true. It's not true. It's been, it's been researched. It's been documented. It's been tracked. It is not true to delay work. It is not true that you will think better if you delay accomplishing a task. So that's why daily healthy habits are so important. If you see something that needs taken care of, take care of it. If you have something that comes on your horizon, take care of it. I have a rule when it comes to laundry and mail. Touch it once. Only touch it once. Touch it once. Get it done. Get it out of the way. The same way about email. Touch it once. Touch it once. I'm not going to consult my phone all day. 
I'm not going to consult the stack of mail that I have beside me all day. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to knock it out. I'm going to touch it once. Same way with the bed, making the bed. Same way with doing laundry. I'm going to touch it once and I'm going to be done and I'm going to get it over with. And that cry now, because I'm, you know, I'm doing it. Poor me. I have laundry to fold, right? I have mail to check, right? Um, if I, if I take that touch it once, um, way of doing business, then I'm keeping things taken care of. I'm keeping things moving along. I don't like to have things pile up. I don't like when things build up because all that does is creates more stress. Another thing that I would add as well, we have to know when, when it comes to stressful situations, and this is, I guess, pushing into a little bit of the psychology of it, into our own psychology. Again, if we, when we know ourselves and we know our personalities, um, are you a servant? Are you a person who serves? Are you a person who, you know, likes to make sure things are taken care of for others? If you are, chances are you may have a difficult time asking for help. You, you may. Uh, or if you're a person who's just constantly driving, beating it down the road, da 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 you also may have a hard time asking for help. And, and I want to encourage you to value your own time, to value your own space, to value your own mental health, to value your own capacities to ask for help. And I want to swing it back real quick to baseline. Where is your baseline? It's having a conversation with Alexis the other night. And we were, we were talking about some of these things. And, and this whole idea of baseline, I think, is a mega theme in our whole life because a person is not gonna deviate too far from their baseline. A person's not gonna deviate too far from their baseline. What do I mean by that? Well, unless there is some sort of a, a drastic event, a, a, a drastic change in someone's life, who's easygoing, well-mannered, gets things done, does their job, pays their taxes, you know, goes through life in a, in a, in a meaningable way, faithful to their spouse, loves their kids, then that person is going to continue to do what, as they have done, okay? So unless there's some sort of dramatic event in, the, in a life, um, that person is going to continue to, to stay pretty close to their baseline. But what happens when we begin to push our baselines? What happens when we begin to uh, not exercise discipline? What happens when we begin to uh, change even the music that we listen to or the movies that we watch or the media that can, we consume? I believe that this is one of the reasons America was so stressed out during COVID. I believe that this is one of the reasons. We were in an uncertain time. Uncertainty was everywhere. Our news media was filled with uncertainty. It was filled with stress. Every news anchor that came on the air spoke with stress in their voice. They all spoke with uncertainty in their voice. I mean, after a while, it was kind of like they had to have experienced some sort of adrenal, you know, just uh, a depletion shock to their body for their adrenal glands to actually like blow out, right? And if we live in this constant state of stress, then that will inevitably make us less productive, less efficient, and it will also cause us to make poor decisions. When a person is stressed out, one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever heard is do not make, de do not make decisions when you're tired. 
don't decide on who you're going to marry at 3 a.m. in Vegas, right? Don't make decisions when you're tired. Why is that important? It's important to make decisions when you're rested. It's important to sleep on it, so to speak. It's important to sleep on it so that you can give your you can give yourself time to adjust to the solution that you're probably already leaning toward. I had one of those yesterday. I had something come across my desk. Uh, it was it's a long term. It's going to affect the next several years of my life, and I I. I sought out counsel. I was a, I was I wasn't stressed about it. I, well, I was a little stressed about it. I was excited about it. I was excited stressed about it. Does that make sense? And so I sent out a, a copy and paste message to some people that I trust, and I asked for their opinion on it. I had several phone calls yesterday around the subject. It, it's locking an interest rate for a, a lengthy term of years in today's market. Locking an interest rate for a new construction project. And anyway, I slept on it. And I had my call with the banker at like, you know, like 5.30, 6 a.m. this morning. And, and and I made a decision. And I feel good about the decision that I made. I, I do. I'm, I'm, and, and so it's important to make decisions when you're rested. It's important to have your plate clean enough. It's important to have your plate clear enough so that you can make healthy decisions and not make decisions out of stress. I want to circle back to why I think the people who drive so erratically drive the value of vehicles that they drive. I believe, I'm going to move the camera because the sun's coming up over the, the gym here. I believe that there is a correlation. I believe that there's a correlation between stressed living and net worth and income, um, income potential, income producing potential. When we put ourselves behind, behind the eight ball, right? When we, when we constantly delay things that are to be taken care of in our life, then that is going to show up and reflect in every area of our life. We're gonna pay penalties. We're gonna pay stress taxes in every area of our life. If you forget to pay off your credit card balance in a month, you're going to experience interest. You're also going to experience a late fee. And if you forget to do that, well, what stressors in your life caused you to forget to do that, right? So I, that's just one example, but I believe that the more capable we are at demonstrating our abilities to handle stress, I believe the more profitable that we'll be, I believe the more healthy that we'll be, I believe the more economically stable that we'll be, I believe we'll make more sound decisions. I believe that we'll make, more, we'll make better decisions that keep in line with our own filters. I believe that we'll do that. And so I'll share the decision that I made. I'm about to build a pretty, pretty substantial new project we're about to undertake. And right now, the market, you guys have noticed the Fed has raised the interest rates a couple of times. Uh, they're projected to raise the rate again uh, in mid-December mid when they meet on the 11th. And I was offered uh, three-year money, four-year money, fixed money, and seven-year fixed money. And the rates were pretty close. The, the three-year money and the seven-year money were less than a half a percent apart. 
or I'm sorry, half a point percent apart. And I chose the seven year money. Even though it's a higher interest rate, I chose the higher interest rate at the seven year money because after I did the math on it, after I worked it into my formula, I plugged it into my spreadsheet, I know the impact that it's gonna make, the impact of interest that it's gonna make fits within my tolerances. It fits within my filters. And, and I'm comfortable with making this decision because I don't wanna roll the dice. I'm not a gambler. I don't like to gamble. I like to do things that I'm, I'm going to see long-term. I'm not a fan of surprises. That's me, okay? What about you? What about you? And I would suggest find your healthy tolerances. Find your healthy tolerances and walk within your healthy tolerances. If you like to be able to plan, if you like to be able to forecast, if legacy is something that you're aiming for, if passing your kids something down the road, God willing, is something that you're aiming for, then I recommend that you that you go ahead and predefine some of those things so that you can manage it, manage your stresses to get you there. So there's an encouragement. I would encourage you to get your schedule under control, manage your stresses, clear, keep your plate clean so that you can keep moving forward. You guys have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. If this or any of the content we've shared has impacted you in a meaningful way, we'd love to hear about it. You can drop us a note by email at info at lifethatcounts.org. Until next time, my name is Emily, and I want to encourage you to push past the fear, push past the doubt, and live a life that counts.